I, I told you I'm That's in content right. mode, baby. I'm writing and I'm, I got some gems. Uh, I, I'll give you the headline of something I'm writing right now. I haven't even released this, th- any of this stuff yet. Um, but, uh, but it's called, congratulations, you climbed Mount Stupid. <laughs> All right. What's up, fellas? It's Friday. How you guys doing? Doing great. Good. Good. Uh, we're reacting to the news. We got some good ones this week. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Uh, Jake Paul, of course, is a famous influencer, uh, has since become a professional boxer. For the first time, he lost a fight, uh, losing to uh, Tommy Fury, a professional boxer and social media influencer. And uh, not just the fight is notable, but what's also notable is that Sam, you basically called exactly what would happen in the fight. Uh, so, do you want to take your victory lap right now, Sam? No, I didn't call exactly. But I have been getting good at predicting fights. I'm a huge combat sports fan, um, but I, I didn't exactly get it. But I loved it. You know, I know why I love it. I love freak shows. This was a freak show, and I am always going to pay for that pay-per-view and watch freak shows. I thought it was awesome. Second, I think if you're listening to this, whether you're a man or a woman, you should go and train boxing just for like three months and actually spar. Not like rumble where you're just hitting the bag, but I think you should spar. And I'm not talking spar like where you kick someone's ass or you get beat up. Because, Sean, you remember when we sparred. It doesn't hurt, right? If you do it with someone who, like, it doesn't have to hurt. But, well, you know what it does? It scares you. It's a very scary. It gets the heart rate up. It gets the heart rate up. If you do it right with someone who's been there, done that, you're not going to get hurt. I promise. You're going to get hurt by running more than you will actually sparring if you do it with someone who knows what they're doing. But that like fight or flight response, we never get that. And so I love that he did that. I find it very courageous that he actually stood in front of all these people and fought. So kudos to him. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to like be a great boxer. I mean, props but, to him. Uh, first of all, came on the show. So got to give him credit for that. Came on, came on our show. Now he's doing other shows. These are all, you know, just <laughs> highlights of his life, I'm sure. Um, it's just a correlation. Yeah, they, exactly. I'm not saying one caused the other, but like, Probably One, we did do our show before, you know, a lot of this stuff happened. We, we did do our show before he did every other show. <laughs> and so uh, I thought it was great. You know, uh, I think the transition from like Disney kid, Vine star, YouTuber kind of shithead, uh, you know, brand to he's legitimately good. He is legitimately good. He is not. I would not call him a celebrity boxer. He's like an amateur boxer, actually. Like he's like he's, an am- a, he's a very good amateur, he's a very boxer. good amateur boxer, and he's an entertainer. And like he, you know, he's done an amazing job staying relevant, but evolving the game with him. I think that uh, a lot of people hate on this guy or laugh at him or whatever else. I think there's a lot of good lessons you can take about how, reinventing yourself and finding a way to merge maybe things you're interested in or passionate about with your skills in the world of business or entertainment. And uh, he's done it phenomenally well. And thinking from first principles, like him and his brother, Logan, they didn't just ask, what should I do next as a YouTuber? They were like, what can I do next using this audience and this fame? And they came up with different answers than 99.9% of other YouTubers out there. You got to give him credit for that. Yeah, and he's tough. I don't think he's going to be a great boxer, but he's super tough for doing that. So that's awesome. Next. Next, from one controversial social media star to another, Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan are being detained for a third 30-day sentence in Romania. Uh, Of course, they're charged with human trafficking 
They claim that there is no evidence and they still haven't had a trial. Uh, what do you guys take? Andrew Tate, human trafficker or wrongly imprisoned? Oof. I don't know much about it. Do you? No, I, I mean, who knows what he did? But uh, first of all, Romania, guilty until proven innocent. What's going on here? Why is he in, why is he in these like he, he says because he's tweeting out. He says he's like in solitary confinement, basically, um, while he hasn't had a trial. That's a that's a little strange. Uh, but he also, also said, uh, dude, he said, I've been in this thing for 30 days now. They don't let me out. Just imagine locking yourself in your bedroom for 24 hours. Just go ahead and do that. Now think about where I'm going through. I, I wanted to cry, but then he said like, but I realize I'm too tough for that. Uh, well, but it sounds why like does he have Twitter good. access. Does anybody, can somebody explain this to me? Cause he tweeted out two hours ago, my body is in jail, but my mind is not in jail. Do you understand? <laughs> what I don't understand is how do you have Twitter right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. What but, kind of lax prison is this? Yeah, and you said, are you going to be putting free Tate in your Twitter bio? No, I'm not going to be putting that. I I, I don't care. <laughs> are you going to um, put... Uh, dude, I will pay you $100 to put free Cobra Tate in your Twitter bio. That would be so funny. For 24 hours, just do it. That'd be amazing. Oh, no, not a chance. I, I, I'm i not Team Andrew Tate. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm not. I, I don't like how he talks to people. So I, I guess I would say I'm, I'm, I'm kind of against him. I have no idea about the story. Other than if he did do what he's accused of, then yeah, that sounds pretty fair. But I have no idea what the truth is. Yeah, he's kind of cringe, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, let's go on. All right, <laughs> uh, let's move on to the lab leak theory. So uh, multiple government sources are now saying that they think the lab leak theory for the origins of COVID-19 is true. This includes the Department of Energy and the FBI. So fellas, are you surprised? I am <laughs> not surprised. I am not surprised. This ever since that one John Stewart clip. Have you seen this this John Stewart clip, Sam, where he goes no, on the but Colbert he, show? He, he, he was ringing the bell early on, right? Yeah, it was pretty early on. This was like when it was still unpopular, and in fact, you would get like censored, like or your videos yeah. taken down, or like a giant flag saying this person's a conspiracy theorist for saying it. And he goes on the Colbert show, and he does this little bit where he goes. Um, he says something about the lab leak and, you know, it's leaked from a lab and it's crazy. And then Colbert goes, whoa, 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 we, we, you know, lab leak. I mean, you're saying that we, we, there, we don't know that there's no evidence. He goes, evidence. There's a coronavirus that originated in Wuhan where there is the Wuhan coronavirus lab. He goes, it's in the name. And he just keeps going off. He's like, <laughs> he's like, there's a chocolate leak in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Is this, you know, is this random or maybe it's the chocolate factory, you know, like he brings us up and it was just like so obvious at that point. Um, it's like, what, how unlikely would it be that in all places, the novel, he's like the novel coronavirus originates in Wuhan where there is the Wuhan novel coronavirus research lab. Like, the, you know, you're telling me that that just happened to be the case. Like, seems like the odds are that it came from that lab, not that it just happened to be in that lab, in that same area. Hey, let's take a quick break to tell you about our sponsor. There's no secret formula for customer service, but there is an all new service hub from HubSpot and it's bringing service and support together in one platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible. You can free up your customer support reps time with an AI powered help desk so you can easily support and grow your customer base. The secrets out service hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com slash service to learn more. I remember my friend Jack telling me about this like early on and my friend Jack is not quite a he's not a conspiracy theorist at all, but he is very open minded. And like he believes like he doesn't believe lots of things, but he'll like 
it, when people say that, they originally were thinking, well, that's crazy. And his response was like, okay, well, let's see what the evidence is and, and maybe we'll explore it. And I remember him telling me that. And I'm like, Jack, you're pretty crazy for thinking that. And my big lesson over these last three years as it regards to this story is not like, did it or did it not come out of that? But now it's looking like maybe it did, or at least uh, for sure it did, somewhere in between maybe and for sure. Not for sure it didn't. And my takeaway is there's things that I used to dismiss as just crazy and only crazy people would believe this. But I've seen over the last five or 10 years, as I've like become more of an adult and like paid attention to these things, I've seen that like, man, crazy things do happen. And also a lot of huge life-changing things are just accidents. They just happen. Like, and, and, and now I have a little bit more of an open mind when people say like, well, this person is uh, conspiring with this other person to make this happen or whatever. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're let's let's have an open mind and explore the facts if we can. Right. Yeah. There, there's a I remember back when this first started, it was basically considered racist to say that the virus might have leaked from the lab in China. And I never understood that. I was like, why would that be racist? How is that racist? I lived in China. I don't find this racist in any way. Like, what, what are you talking about? And um, it reminds me of one time I tweeted out my favorite books. I've tweeted out five of my favorite books or something like that. And then the comment goes, a bunch of people start commenting. They go, there's not one woman on this list. And Oof. I go, these are my favorite books. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have to have... 50% diversity in my favorite books. And I, I, I just replied, I go, all my favorite NBA players are black. <laughs> and that just set people <laughs> off. That, that, that totally triggered everybody. Cause I was like, no, I am not apologizing because I named five of my favorite books and they just so happened to be written by men. Like that is not at all what I'm talking about. And you're trying to like, you know, I call these people meter maids. They just run around the internet looking for little tickets at the cars <laughs> that they could ticket. Like, where can I go be offended? Um, ooh, 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 you, di you didn't, you were not inclusive enough for me. Ticket. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's not even what this was about. Did you invent meter maid? Yeah. Yeah. I did that last night. I, I told you I'm That's in content mode, baby. I'm writing and I'm, I got some gems. Uh, I, I'll give you the headline of something I'm writing right now. I haven't even released this, th any of this stuff yet. Um, but, uh, but it's called, Congratulations, you climbed Mount Stupid. <laughs> and I'm just working backwards from that headline to be like, what's the what is the content here? Uh, but I, but I've just got a bunch of gems that I'm putting uh, in my on my email list. By the way, go go subscribe to my email list. It, I'll put it in the the show notes. It's shampuri.com and go go put your thing in there. I'm writing 365 original pieces in the next uh, in the next year. So one a day will go out, and one of them is going to be called Congratulations, you climbed Mount Stupid. What are you doing, like a daily email? Yeah, but it's a sequence. That would never work. It'll it'll work. I know. I'm joking because oh. we both had. Oh, okay, gotcha. bad, gotcha. bad joke. <laughs> Our software is the worst. Have you heard of HubSpot? See, most CRMs are a cobbled together mess, but HubSpot is easy to adopt and actually looks gorgeous. I think I love our new CRM. Our software is the best. HubSpot, grow better. All right, Ben, what do you got? All right, let's go uh, rapid fire through a few of these. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, the Felix Dennis house. So Felix Dennis, very famous entrepreneur. Your boy. I love him. Yeah. Uh, publisher of Oz and author of How to Be Rich. So he built this house for 5 million pounds. Uh, it just sold for 4 million pounds. It's really cool, but one of the weirdest houses you'll ever see. It's mostly a pool uh, in the middle, and it's uh, Treasure Island themed with like palm trees and like a bunch of pirate stuff. And the whole house only has two bedrooms. So the question is, fellas. Does this make you guys into themed houses? Are you guys going to be building uh, themed houses now? 
Well, the takeaway here for me is F legacy, because this guy built something that he wanted. And oftentimes people will say things like, um, well, what about the resale value of this thing? Um, or how, uh, how is this going to impact your legacy? And my reply to that lately has been like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm going to be dead. I don't care. And so what I appreciate about this is that he spent his money the way he wanted to, and he made something cool, even if it didn't do uh, make any financial sense. So I think it's cool. Um, and if you haven't read his book, How to Get Rich, we've talked about it a bunch here. It changed my life. Whenever we talk about that book, it like goes up to like number uh, 10, top 10 in the business category. So go read it. It's, it's awesome. There's a picture in this article of him with a uh, extremely um, voluptuous person that says, Felix Dennis spent $100 million on sex, drugs, and rock and roll in his lifetime. Yeah, that's what he talks about. So he basically says, uh, from that was age, on your bucket like, list, right, Sam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that your comp- new company's mission statement? <laughs> Core values? Dude. <laughs> yeah. Close. Uh, <laughs> He uh, basically from age like 35 to uh, like 40, he was addicted to crack. That was his drug. Was <laughs> I swear to God, crack cocaine. He loved it. And he died uh, single. He had a partner, but they had an open relationship. So the guy's been doing a lot of psychedelics and open relationships before it was cool. Um, no, he was a very weird and quirky guy. And he like basically says he spent a hundred, north of $100 million. In his book, he goes, I spent $100, $100 million on on hookers and crack. So, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Dude, yeah, I don't believe that. Everyone's That's happy. Like when Wilt Chamberlain said he slept with 10,000 women in his lifetime. And if you do the math. Dude, the like, math on that is, is like it's horrible. Crazy. It's like, it's crazy. It's like, dude, you got to sleep with two women a day for, you know, many years. Yeah, I think it's even more than that. Because he wasn't that old at that time. Um, by the way, you said something about themed houses. I'm in on themed houses. I think themed houses are great. And more than the, more than the theme actually is epic common area. You said two bedrooms. That I think bedrooms are a giant waste. I think you Agreed. only need a couple bedrooms and you should have epic common areas. If you're going to have a mansion, I don't like the eight bedroom mansion, you know, like I got opinions on mansions and that's one of them. You got to have epic common spaces and only a couple bedrooms, three or four bedrooms max. I don't want to see a fifth bedroom. And you know what his um, charity was that he left all of his money to was creating forests. So he's like the Johnny Appleseed of England. The guy, he like has like thousands of acres of forests that he owns. And I think this house, it's known for having all types of trees. So in, in Colombia. Hey, he, He's like the Crack Cocaine Foundation. <laughs> I'm donating my wealth. <laughs> All right, next Beautiful. one. All right, uh, I love this one. The Minnesota Department of Transportation ran a snowplow naming contest. So they got a new snowplow. They needed a mm. name, and they out they they crowdsourced it to the public. Here's some of the top vote getters: You're a Blizzard, Harry, Blizzo, Clearopathra, Better Call Salt, and Han Snowlo. So, guys, do you have a favorite from this list? The think, last one. I think I like Clearopatha. I think that, that one's pretty good. I, I did not see that one coming. <laughs> Remember when they did a uh, Bodie McBoatface? When like uh, no, I think was it was that? like uh, I think it was like either a ferry or a tugboat or something like that. Like a town let people vote on it, and it, Reddit got a hold of it, and they made the number one voted thing Bodie McBoatface. Uh, <laughs> and so I love these viral stunts. I think they're awesome. Well, Sam, I don't want to steal your thunder, but. You did want to announce your tattoo naming contest. Sam is willing to get a tattoo on his back that any anybody <laughs> uh, that is going to be a contest from the fans of My First Million. Isn't that right, Sam? That is We're totally that? wrong. I was that is <laughs> I think I did what I did say there's this you remember how we talked about mini katana? Yeah. They're sending me a gold 
sword, I guess, katana, I don't know the difference, that has MFM on it. So I'm, I'm collecting all types of MFM stuff. I don't it's know if you have to call a katana a sword, by the way. Is it? <laughs> what the race meter is maids, katana? The meter maids are running around. They're excited about that one. Uh, oof. Uh, well, I have a gold katana on my way that has my first million on it. So I'll I'll accept all MFM stuff, but I'm not going to tattoo with, with these okay, degenerates. How about, how about at a million YouTube subscribers? Will you get a crowdsourced tattoo? I will get a tattoo at a million for Dude, sure. Uh, when I, I went and did this podcast uh, in LA with like this uh, guy, Cody Co. So he's, he's like really a, good. He's kind of like a, a comedy YouTuber guy. And um, his studio uh, looked awesome. He was telling us about they have this uh, they have like a network and they have some other show called Trillionaire Energy or something like that. Um, and so he, they put it up on the screen. There's like a screen you can see while we're sitting there. And it was the two hosts in slow motion with music just getting closer together. And then uh. these two guys just made out. And I go, whoa, what's the show about? And he goes, no, they had said if they get to whatever, uh, 100,000 subs that they would kiss. Did and they really go, do that? And I go, oh. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's how like you comedy YouTuber Hollywood people think. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. We're not going to do that, but but that's a great did they, idea. Did, did they really do it? Like, they did it. It's a hilarious video. It's in slow-mo <laughs> as they get closer and closer and they just make out. And they tongued? It's intense. I'd rather be unsuccessful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know when people say, like, how bad do you success. want it? I don't want it that bad. <laughs> there's a quote about success. You got to find the price of success and then pay it. Too expensive for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's out of my budget. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> we have we have food at home. <laughs> you want to do one more? Yeah, that's the last one. All right, last one. So, uh, Blue Sky is a new Twitter clone uh, backed by Jack Dorsey, and unlike Twitter, it is decentralized. And so uh, the question is, fellas, are you supporting our comrades over at Blue Sky, oh. or are you supporting the capitalist pigs over at Twitter? What, what's your move? <laughs> Dude, Jack Dorsey owns a bank. How are you going to call him a comrade? Right? He's I mean, he owns... he's, he's moving away from capital. He's seen the error of his ways, Sam. Dude, when I hear, okay, so here's some of the words. They use open source, social protocol, uh, and decentralized. When I hear those words, I just, I just don't care. I just don't care at all. <laughs> like, they want me to care about it, and that's wonderful. And maybe sometimes I'll act like I do, uh, but I don't. I don't care at all. Uh, it's it's like if you tell me uh, probiotic, <laughs> antioxidant, right? Yeah, I don't care. If you want to shove it in there, and I'll, I'll drink it if it tastes good, right? But it, I don't. But I don't need to know. That's exactly I don't need to right. Know. I'll drink it if it tastes good. That's my take on this as well. I'll use this this app if it's awesome. If the content is great and the people on it are interesting, and if it's something different than Twitter, if it's Twitter but the database is different, I'm out. I don't care about yeah. that. That's not that's I not, not what care. draws people in. I don't that, that doesn't mean it's not a be- good idea. Great. Do it. Do it differently under the hood, but it has to result in something different that the person actually gets to use. Yeah, and the same thing happened with web3 where they like it, it, they give me this horrible pitch and then they end it with web3 and I'm like, "Well, I don't care if it's web3. Just does this thing work? Is it awesome?" And I feel the same way about this. So, I don't care. And also, Matt, have you tried Mastodon? Yeah, dude, it's stupid too. It's stupid. No, like it's it's dumb. So anyway, I'm not on board with this. All right, all right. That's the pod. <laughs>